0: Hello everyone, Paul Green Comedy here with the podcast episode number four. I have released three episodes, which puts me in, I think it was the top 50%, maybe even the top 90%. I read some article about how most podcasts don't get past episode three, and then there's a whole other group that fall out after, I think, 21 episodes. If you get past 21 episodes, then you're in something like the top 5% of podcasts, and we're talking hundreds of thousands of podcasts, by the way. The numbers are astounding about how many podcasts there are out there, and yet here I am just putting another voice out into the universe because the world needs more white stand-up comedian men talking into microphones. It's what we need. All right, so it is December 3rd, 2023. This has been a really fun weekend. Yesterday was Saturday. I had two jesters shows. I actually am still wearing my Jester's polo shirt. I don't know what that that stain is. So it's been really fun. So I started with the Jester's in 2008 doing short form improv comedy, similar to what you would have seen on Whose Line Is It Anyway. They've always done a fantastic job, put on a fantastic show, I tried to estimate once, just sit down and try to think, how many shows have I really done with this troupe? And it's pretty astounding. I I guess that I've at least done over a thousand, probably more. So this time of year, the holiday season, when I was with the Jesters before I moved to Los Angeles in 2014... The holiday season was maddening, starting at about Thanksgiving until about the second or third week of January. They have a huge corporate client list, and so we get tons and tons and tons and tons of corporate gigs, which are super fun sometimes. They're they're different. They're a unique experience. It's different than just doing the show in the theater. Excuse me, in the theater, which is sort of our home base there. And you just get, you get all kinds of different scenarios. I did a private show once in the living room of a dentist once. It was just him. It was a small dental office and it was just him. I think one other dentist, a couple hygienists, a couple assistants and their wives And it was their holiday party at this dentist's in literally in his living room. So there was a cast of three of us and a host, I think, and maybe nine or 10 adults just sitting on a sectional couch in the living room. And we showed up, knocked on the door and did an improv comedy show for them. So I've had that extreme. And then we did one show where the client was AutoZone. And it was their corporate sales division. And they were having their gigantic annual sales and training meeting out in... I think this was in Tennessee, if I remember right. I think maybe in Memphis. And yeah, so we uh, we flew out there. And it was, that was a really involved gig. We actually did a ride-along with one of the sales reps leading up to the gig, so a week before, because they really wanted us to know what their sales reps went through, what their day-to-day was. So I went on a ride-along with this corporate sales rep and just went to these different auto shops when he went in and talked to the owner or whoever was in charge of supplies inventory for the auto shop and just listened to this AutoZone sales rep just ham it up with these shop owners and finding out what their needs are. And it was really fascinating. They gave us a copy of their sales manual, which talked a lot about the different personality types. Like there's four different personality types and you really need to understand the personality type of who you're talking to because as a sales rep, if you understand the different personality types, then you need to adjust your strategy based on the type of person you're talking to, which was really fascinating. So we did all this research, did ride-alongs, and then flew out to Tennessee, and it was in this really beautiful uh, performance auditorium. It looked like where like a professional symphony would perform. Really nice, fairly large, probably five six hundred seats maybe, and just full to the brim of AutoZone sales reps. I think it was all men. I don't remember there being a a female sales rep, high energy, high alpha male. I mean, these are salesmen and they are energetic and they are, you know, have that sort of salesman extroverted, go for it energy. And it was something else, uh, performing, in front of that audience, especially since we had invested so much time of really knowing and understanding their culture and their business and what they go through. So we were able to incorporate so many inside jokes. It's almost like we had become somewhat insiders so that we could relate to them in our improv comedy skits, which was a real blast. And so if you just look at those two extremes, living room for 10 people at a dentist's office, and a large auditorium in Tennessee for 400, 500 uh, sales reps and everything and anything in between. We did this one gig in Hawaii where we didn't even really do improv. I, I think we were supposed to, but they ended up scrapping it. And this company was gigantuan. It was this gigantic, I think it was a software company. It was I think it was based out of Germany or something. Anyway, they flew us out to Hawaii and the whole, their whole conference, again, it's their annual business conference or whatever. And so they rented out the whole Ritz Hotel on the beach at Maui. Well, I don't know if they rented the hotel, the whole facility, but that's where everybody was staying. Flew everybody out again, international flights to Hawaii. They flew us out uh, with the jesters. And the whole theme was Beatles themed. So they actually had us dress up in the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band outfits that the Beatles wore on that album cover in those ridiculous, silky, sort of pastel colored military outfits. If you've ever seen the color of Sergeant Pepper's, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So we actually rented those outfits and the wigs. And, you know, the John Lennon glasses and everything so that we would look like the Beatles from the Sgt. Pepper's album. And they flew us out, I think four or five of us. And all we did was just sort of uh, MC and facilitate this, one of their evening sort of banquets. And again, initially... The intention was for us to also put on an improv comedy show, but they ended up scrapping that for whatever reason, scheduling or I think it's because they also had a live cover Beatle band, if I remember right. And the Beatles band started playing and everybody got up and started dancing. And I think that they thought that we would come out. And maybe do an improv show in between sets of the band or something. But when they saw how much fun everybody's having with the band, they just said, well, let's not interrupt this. Let's just let them keep dancing. And we don't want to ruin their night with uh, having to sit down and pay attention to an improv comedy show. So anyway, it's been very nostalgic since coming back to Arizona in 2022 and starting to get back involved with the Jesters and starting to get involved with their corporate events again. So I did one Thursday night, which I talked about. I did one last night. I did one this afternoon, and I'm doing another one. Well, tonight it's not a corporate show. It used to be a corporate show. The corporation canceled for whatever reason, and so now I'm I'm going into their. Um, or uh, yeah, I'm doing their. Uh, sorry, last night I, I did their um, uh, their inside show. So anyway really really fun getting back in uh into gestures and just doing these wild uh interesting corporate shows the corporate show uh, yesterday afternoon was uh, another dentist office however they actually rented our theater um, and a pretty decent sized dentist office there was maybe 35 40 people there and it's so much fun whenever you get to perform for sort of an isolated kind of group like that just to be able because they're all they all work together they all know each other they're all in dentistry so there's all of this sort of built-in culture and inside jokes and opportunities to relate to that particular audience in a way that you wouldn't get with a normal audience which is going to be mixed and you're going to have people from all walks of life but it is kind of fun again having a sort of specific uh corporate event because it In some ways it's limiting, but in other ways it gives you so much material to really draw from because, you know, this entire company is involved with dentistry. And so every scene you can throw in any sort of characters or puns or culture around dentistry that makes the show so much more unique to that particular audience. And I think they really appreciate it and it's a lot more fun for them. That as improv comedians, we are able to adjust so much of our show to fit that particular audience. So you compare that to a stand-up comedian, that's a lot harder to do as a stand-up comedian. Because a stand-up comedian, I mean, it takes so much time to write and craft material. And that material is just the material that you've decided you wanted to talk about. And so if you get booked as a stand-up comedian to go into these corporate gigs, it's a lot harder to be going, oh, I'm doing stand-up comedy in front of a dentist's office. I better write five or ten stand-up comedy jokes about dentistry. You know, that I think that's a lot harder to pull off as a stand-up comedian than it is as an improviser, since improvisers, we are trained to think off the cuff and to take what is right in front of us and then to utilize that in our comedy and in our improvisation so super super fun doing those four jesters shows and then i did the um the uh, backstreet asia stand-up comedy show two nights ago today i am doing an open mic in mesa an open mic that i pretty much started with A gentleman named Dorian who owns the NCT, or Neighborhood Comedy Theater, in Mesa. And we've been doing an open mic there every Sunday at 5 p.m. that I get to host. It's been really, really great to... I pretty much just created my own workshop space. I wanted a place to where I could go consistently to start experimenting with new material, new jokes, as I'm starting to try and expand my act, my stand-up comedy act, and get more material... I've been writing a lot more. I've been consistently writing every day. It's been a goal of mine, which I have been keeping. And whether it's a minute a day or an hour a day, my goal is just write every single day. Don't let a day go by. And some days I get a wave of inspiration and I can start hacking out uh, you know, a bunch of premises and ideas. Other days I'm just staring at a blank page, but I'll just try to write at least something. And as long as I do it every day, then I'm hitting my goal. And as any stand-up comedian knows, once you get that idea on paper, sooner or later, you got to find a way to get in front of a crowd and see if it has legs. That is the game we are in. That is the journey. And so I will be doing that open mic uh, today at 5 p.m. And then after the open mic, I will be driving all the way from Mesa to Glendale. Anybody who knows uh, Phoenix geography. will have a little bit of an idea of how much of a drive that is, so it's pretty much on the other side of, literally on the other side of the city. Uh, It's about maybe a 45-minute drive from there all the way over to Glendale to get to a stand-up comedy show at Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Glendale. It's over there by the Cardinal Stadium, and I will be doing a clean comedy show courtesy of Randy Hausner and Clean Comedy USA. Love Randy, He puts on an incredible show. He's a great show producer, is always able to draw really large, enthusiastic crowds, does a fantastic job. And I'm very fortunate that he has become aware of me and puts me on his shows to do clean comedy. He's very strict with his clean comedy. No messing around. When it comes to a Randy Hausner show and his audiences know that and they trust him and they uh, respect him for that. So anyway, I will be doing that uh, tonight at seven o'clock. Anybody is in town. Uh, so this is weird. My older brother just happened to show up. I was not expecting him and he's now making crazy gestures. What's up, brother? Oh, you're going to the Suns game. Ah, Oh my gosh, I totally forgot dad's birthday. It was my dad. So it's my mom's birthday today and it was my dad's birthday two days ago and I did not even wish my own dad a happy birthday because I'm a horrible son and my brother has just now stepped in and reminded me of that fact. So thank you very much for that. All right, thanks. That's what older brothers are for, just to show in, drop a little bit of guilt and shame on you, remind you that you are the younger brother and you'll never be as good as them, and then they leave. So that's just what happened. So uh, happy birthday to my dad on November 29th. Oh, and it was my little brother's birthday on the 30th. I totally spaced that this whole week because I have just been doing so many things. So I owe two birthday calls to my younger brother and to my dad, And my mom's birthday was yesterday. So I am, I am in, I'm in bad shape, everybody. So anyway, I am going to be signing off here. So this is the Paul Green comedy podcast episode number four. Everybody keep leaving your dreams. Don't give up on anything. Go for what you want in life. And let's try to, uh, Let's try to have a joyful time while we're stuck on this globe here for as long as we can. Sound good? All right, everybody. Enjoy your Sunday.